Gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Drinking Your Fucking Water with Anti-Politics Podcast. I am Alan Lemp, and as always, I have my good friend Rob Renoso here with me. Rob, how you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing great, man, on this great day, Juneteenth, Emancipation Day. So mm-hmm. I wish everyone a happy Juneteenth as we get yes. the ball rolling here on the Anti-Politics Podcast. And uh, what's in the name? Anti-Politics. Juneteenth shouldn't have fucking taken the government to give us permission to not be slaves anymore. Uh, you know, that that was bullshit, but um, it happened, and uh, I'm glad it did. A lot of good things came from that. As we all know, a significant portion of our population was set free that day, and history began writing itself from there. Yep. Only, it only took two and a half years for the Emancipation Proclamation to reach Texas. Uh, but when it did, thankfully it did, you know, everybody was finally freed and put on the same, well, theoretically put on the same level. We all know how the government uh, didn't get great with certain things very quickly, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, race and divide. But that is probably a whole nother episode today. We yeah. want to celebrate. <laughs> we <wanna celebrate. laughs> Juneteenth with you guys, um, and we're we're very happy that you know our government normally doesn't get better on situations very often. This is one of the handful of times that it actually got to a point where the government helped protect rights, help free people, and make sure everybody has the opportunity to live in this country free. Um, so yeah, one one good thing that we can uh, give our our government a, a green thumbs up for. Yeah, dude, fucking involuntary servitude is whack. Yeah. None of my homies are down with involuntary servitude. Fuck that. Fucking hate. Never should have been a fucking thing to begin with. Can't Damn right. Fucking stand it. Can't stand it. How you gonna how you gonna build a country based off freedom and then have slaves? Right. <laughs> it's the most asinine backwards thing that you can possibly fucking imagine. Oh yeah. That's right. Humans can't be property. And one of the reasons that people like us believe humans can't be property is because we believe in property rights and in order to fucking own something you have to own yourself and owning Mm -hmm. people is just fucking trash bro you know if you okay all right so there's a there's a couple different ways you can look at that um if consent is non-existent then it's wrong you know if you enter into a contract with somebody and you know you have to serve them because of what they gave you might be a little mm-hmm. bit different. Sounds like a job where we all pay taxes, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But you know, if it is voluntary and it's like you know a sex contract, like Fifty Shades of Grey, and you're their sex slave, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> so as long as there's a safe word involved, <laughs> <laughs> pineapple juice, but pineapple juice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, Jesus. but 
but yeah, back to property rights, you know, property rights comes from the ability to protect your property and maintain your property. That's really worth everything else. Laws aren't real people. Only people who try to enforce them are don't hurt people. Don't take their shit. Don't try to own people. Don't own people. Don't traffic people. If there is no consent, you are wrong. Yeah. Otherwise, the chip would go burnt. Yep. That's right. That's right. Dude, that's, I, uh, I, that's, I, that's I, what people I, get scared of when when we when we talk about libertarian ideology, right? Or you know, even anarchist ideology. They say, well, it's because you don't believe in laws, that means that people could you know own slaves. Uh, uh not really. Mm-hmm. You got to remember that, um, you know, the population as it exists wouldn't go anywhere, even if the economics changed, right? I think today most people believe that that crap is is whack, absolutely whack. whack. Violates the non-aggression principle. It does. Um, does. That's why we say don't hurt people and don't take their shit. Dude, I forgot to tell you, last week I was sitting up in my office working and all of a sudden... I got really excited because I heard a giant fucking wood chipper start up and start purring across the street for me. My neighbors <laughs> were getting a bunch of trees cut down. I got really fucking excited. And then I looked outside and I saw they were just putting trees in there. God damn it. <laughs> Not a single pedophile in sight. So <laughs> mad. So mad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. In, in Minecraft, um k-a-p for sure mm-hmm. i-f-y-k-y <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> word um yeah no i literally I, I had a i had a freedom boner for a second and then it just went away some wasted freedom boner so sad wait are we still allowed to say in minecraft or did it change oh uh, Roblox in Roblox. Roblox <laughs> is, it, is that the new fucking legal loophole now? <laughs> yeah, just one of those two. I think we're fine. <laughs> yeah, fine baby, now, should be fine. You know, if I get a knock on the door, then I'll know why. <laughs> oh, geez, I'll I'll know why. I mean, that'd, be, that'd be the. I mean. For all the, the reasons wait, I could have gotten, yeah, I'll censor myself. Um, it, wait, it wouldn't be the worst knock. Let's just we'll, we'll just say that we'll, we'll leave it there. Yeah. It wouldn't be the worst knock. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I didn't have anybody show up at my house when I was uh, um, I was home alone one weekend and I was running around in my underwear, practicing CQB and and room clearing. Oh, you were doing your CQB training. Oh, I was doing my CQB training so hard, and I had all the fucking lights in the house on. So all of my neighbors behind me could see exactly what I was doing. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, I want to give you guys something today to add to your training routine. You know, when you're in your house, uh, preferably in a room, not in front of a window, <laughs> with your weapon clear and safe. How are you aiming at your target? I want to tell you something most people probably already know this but when you're at low ready or even if you're drawing from the holster concealed or outside the waistband whatever it is doesn't matter the same principle should apply to every single draw that you perform 
mm-hmm. look at your target with your eyes and bring the sights up to your focal point. Don't follow your sights around. That's how you get loosey-goosey. That's how you start to lose a tight group. Look at the target with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Focus on the target. You know, whether you're doing one eye, two eyes open, if you can do that, if you're at that stage of development, everybody, no matter whether they're in their beginning days of shooting or they're an expert, fixates on the target. Mm-hmm. Fundamental yeah. right there. Present that pistol with authority. Um, and then once you get used to it, too, one of the things, and it's funny, I, I, I think it's kind of funny because when you start doing EDC pistol training, right? And CQB training. Some of the gun safety rules do go out the window in certain situations. You know, once you get good at drawing your weapon from your holster, presenting it up, you should be out and your fingers should be on the wall, on your trigger immediately. I actually have a sign uh, posted by my front door and it says uh, to any would be Home invaders, please ring bell and allow 10 seconds for the homeowner to put on his ear pro and eye pro because mm. I'm not losing an eye for their fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, safety I, I first. Like safety, safety first. So I, I just I just sleep in my ear pro and an eye pro now. <laughs> Dude, they're not even allowed to rob my house unless they're wearing their ear pro and their eye pro. Yeah. You hear that, bad guys? You're not allowed. Okay? Make sure you follow the rules of robbing Rob's house. And, you know, just to let you know, if you do choose to invade, just know that it is a live firing range once you cross the threshold of my property. Mm -hmm. So you better have that high vest on, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, and don't forget, you ha- you have attacked guinea pigs, too. Yeah, dude, those motherfuckers will... I just hope they, they don't get to them first. It'll be a bloodbath. They'll head right to you and just cuddle the fuck out of you. Cuddle you to death. Well, you know, it's it's because they're so starved of meat. You know, most people think that guinea pigs are strictly herbivores, but uh, in reality, we're all just keeping the meat from them in case somebody breaks in, because... First instinct mm-hmm. comes to their brain is that is a one tasty looking motherfucker. <laughs> mm, yeah. A big walking delicious nugget of happiness. <laughs> Those are the real fur missiles, dude. Oh, straight for you. <laughs> straight for you. Just right to the jugular. Yeah, it's like a fucking <laughs> rocket went off <laughs> <and> just, <laughs> across the room. Fucking guinea pig dart right in your neck. <laughs> Then I'm going to come down and be like, you got a fucking dirt in your neck, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. Fucking tactical guinea pigs for the win. Hey, are, dude, are you stoked that we are finally getting some fucking rain in this state? Dude, it fucking rained a little too much, bud. Um, you know, I am really glad, actually. We got a lot of rain over the last week. Uh, my lawn is starting to come back to life. Um, pro tip, don't fucking cut it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but do cut it, give it a, give it a little bit, a few days, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to cut it when it's trying to grow back. You'll shock it back into death and decay. I mean, unless that's what you're going for, you, you know, 
enjoyment of property and such but <laughs> but um we got whacked dude we got whacked real hard up here along the southern shoreline of lake erie uh, had a massive storm come through with tornado warnings and all smacked yeah, but- sandusky pretty good the sandusky area got hit pretty good and uh it's for some reason everything always goes south of where i live i don't know it's so, something's up over here it's just like nothing, nobody wants to go to Cleveland. <laughs> Not even Mother Nature. <laughs> Not even Mother Nature. They say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, that's the, those are the assholes that let all the balloons into the water. Fuck them. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't fucking want that association on our record. Freedom to associate, right. baby. Let's go. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, I mean, like like we've said the past episode, I, I've been trying to at least water my front yard on a regular basis while the whole fucking drought was going on just because I put so much seed down. Like, obviously, it's better for your grass to go dormant once it has a stand, like the root system is just it's there. You got the good root system. You don't have any new grass, but if it's new grass, you got to stay on top of it. So I'm uh, I'm pretty fucking terrified to open up my water bill next month let me put it that way but i'm very very fucking happy that it's now raining on a regular basis it's been raining off and on all day here tuesday we had that torrential downpour in cincinnati and in columbus as well which was fantastic and you know we're we're getting some moisture getting Hell some yeah. moisture baby my, my my plants are doing great because of it my fruits my veggies my flowers my hibiscus do my giant hibiscus holy jeebus they, they are going crazy, bro. Yeah, crazy. you sent me they're, a picture of those. Those are really fucking awesome, man. Yeah. That black yeah, one too, especially. No, that's super yeah. sick. Dude, they're they're going fucking nuts. I just bought a new hibiscus plant yesterday. Um, I was at Kroger getting some steaks to to barbecue for dinner. Um, and they had some sad looking tiny hibiscus plants for like 10 bucks. And uh, I was I was with my dad and he's like uh you're going to get another one of those? And I was like, look, clearly this one needs me. This, yeah. this, it needs me. I'm doing the world a disservice if I don't buy this and, and bring it to life. Because um, it's it's not the healthiest looking plant in the world. But I, I got some tricks up my sleeve. If anybody has, uh, needs some hibiscus growing tricks, reach out to me. Shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll, I'll give you all my tips, all my tricks. Hell yeah. Alan is a wealth of knowledge for that. His hibiscus plants are extremely healthy. They're freaking massive. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm glad, though, that this weekend we got a break of the rain. You know, to all the fathers out there, I wish you a happy Father's Day. Uh, I got to practice on the grill, though. I'm not a dad yet. So mm-hmm. I, I did another rack of ribs. I did a St. Louis. Turned mm-hmm. out really good this time. Last time I did 3-2-1. This time I did 2-2-1. Tried, I tried my best. I don't have a pellet smoker or anything. Um, just you know, inside of the barrel. To uh, I tried my best to keep it between two twenty five and two fifty, and it ended up turning out really good. Bones pulled right out of it and everything. Uh, did a brown sugar rub, mm-hmm. and uh, when I wrapped it, I put in some butter, dark brown sugar, and some maple syrup. Turned out friggin' fantastic. Mm, and coated ribs. it with a nice coating, thick. Thick coating of Lily's Q smoky barbecue. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. That's really oh, yeah. good stuff. Um, yeah. Have you have you ordered and tried the uh, Iberico pork lard yet? 
No, I haven't done that yet, man. Dude, not... you, you got to. You got to. It's only like 15 or 20 bucks on Amazon. Nice. Eat your door in two days. And that stuff is fucking the sexy heaven of pig fat right there. Like it's it's almost it's just barely a solid at room temperature. Just barely. But the richness, the flavor, everything, you only need like a tablespoon or a teaspoon when you wrap your ribs and put that in there. Reabsorbs it all back in. Oh man, God, it, it's it's heavenly. Put a little nice. bit of that in your pulled pork. Ooh. Mix that up in there. Do That's some rib soft. glaze. I always like to. I like. I go rib glaze instead of barbecue sauce. My pulled pork because most people don't see it coming. So do that. Some rib glaze. Touch more seasoning. Mix that up. Oh fucking a, dude. I mean, if you want to talk about a mouthgasm, that is a mouthgasm right there. Oh yeah, um, I mean, that sounds really good. I gotta play I, around I, with the uh, the liquid too. I I forgot to mention I put apple juice in there too. I might change mm-hmm. it up a little bit next time. We'll see. Uh, so it, see some people it, make their own mixtures with uh, with a little bit of vinegar. Yeah, they, it just kind of depends on like how you're cooking. It's what kind of juice you want. If you want vinegar, if you want apple juice, if you just want to put some fat in there. Um, you know, basically when you're wrapping it at that point, you're steaming it, right? Yeah. So you gotta really bend the the rack of ribs. See how flexible it is um see how tender it is if it's nice and tender already you really don't need a whole lot of juice you put a little bit more put a little scoop of that fat in there have it reabsorb that fat so every bite's just gonna be crazy juicy right um yeah because you you can you can actually like if you uh if you're if you don't see if you don't check the tenderness of your ribs before you wrap it and you you put too much juice in there or you like you steam it too hard you could actually end up overcooking it and making what was a soft, delectable, fall off the bone rib platter, a platter of ribs that's kind of tough and the fat's kind of rubbery, you know? Well, and it, it ends up feeling dry when you take a bite too. Yeah. Because when, when you take a bite and it's juicy and, you know, everything, that's not because of the water in the meat. That's because of the fat rendered through perfectly and, and absorbed throughout the entire meat, right? Right. So if you're adding a bunch of water in there and steaming it out and you're pushing that fat out, and that's big reason why we have rest times, right? You got to let the meat rest for so long and cool down really slowly. That way it has a chance to absorb all that moisture, absorb all that fat, redistribute it back everywhere correctly. Um, you know, and if you want to, and also depends if you're doing like competition or the way you like ribs, right? Yeah. Um, if, if you're doing competition spare ribs, you should be able to take a bite and see your mouth mark. It should be right. a curved mouth mark. It shouldn't fall off the bone, but it should be just, you know, just juicy and, and tender and crazy, but it's, it's holding on there, right? You got a little bit more substance to it. Um, where if you like fall off the bone ribs like that and, or you want to do uh chopped rib sandwiches, I've done those before. Those are fantastic. That's a different way to go about it. And, and that kind of also depends on the temp that you take the pork too. I mean, you can't really overcook pork. All that's going to happen is like you were talking about, it's just going to fall apart, get a little bit more rubbery. It's still going to be decent though. Right. Yeah. Um, there, there's ways to handle that. Um, it's just like pulled pork. People are like, Oh, what time should you take it off? Like I, I have my range, but I mean, I've seen people take it to like two twenty, and it's just fine. It's just going to fall apart even more. Um, it just, it depends on what you're going for, for the type of ribs and the style of that type that you want. Right. Oh yeah. Um, me, me personally for spare ribs, I haven't even been wrapping them until the very end. I just go, I'm an unwrapped gang. Um, and then I brush them with a little bit of barbecue sauce, put them in the, uh, put them in the wrap. Well, actually 
brush them with barbecue sauce, put them on, let it tack onto it so the sauce doesn't just fall off when I wrap it and that steam starts kicking in. So put it in the wrap, put it in the foil, put some of that Iberico pork lard in there, wrap it up, put it back on upside down, right? You want the meat down at that point so it has a better chance to absorb all that fat and any of the juices that come out of it. Put it on for like another 20 or 30 minutes, pull it off, put it in a foam cooler for about an hour. Then I put it on the counter. Um, after about 10 or 15 minutes, I open the foil, let it steam out, um, give it another 15 or 20 minutes or so. And then I start cooking it up or cutting it up. And, but that's me personally. There's, there's a thousand different ways to skin a cat, right? Yeah. Yep. I wish we could talk about them all, but uh, unfortunately, we are running out of time here. Uh, we're super glad you were able to make it out today on Juneteenth to join us for another episode of the Anti-Politics Podcast. Uh, and before we leave you, we, of course, would like to remind you to drink your fucking water. Your fucking water. Drink your fucking water. Do your dry fire training. Dry fire that shit. Eat healthy. Fucking eat your vegetables. Get out there and exercise. Go lift heavy shit. And promote community-based solutions to social issues. Love your fucking community. Build that community up. Once you've got a big community, network, find other communities. That is how the liberty movement thrives. And it is how we take the power back from the powers that we thought were to be. So with that... I'd like to leave you there. Alan, you got any parting words of wisdom? Yeah. Yeah. So like Rob was saying, take care of your community, but make sure as you're building your community network and you're designing it a certain way, as you build this voluntary group of people taking care of each other, the sexy, you know, liberty group that you have growing in your community, make sure you're making the local government null and void every step of the way that you can. And don't forget to fill those fucking holes. You see a hole, you fill a hole. See a hole, fill a hole. All right, y'all. Until next time, thanks for joining us on another episode of Anti-Politics Podcast. We'll see ya. They'll have bombs and they'll have tanks. They've got